This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. To get in touch with us here at Miscreant Records, you can email miscreantrecordspod at gmail.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Miscreants on the Moon podcast. This is episode five, where we are talking about the most anticipated movie of our lifetimes. With you, as always, I'm your host, Jacob Strain, and my co-host is here once again. Hey, Nick. What's up, guys? So, as you all know, we came out of retirement with so much anticipation and uh, uh, happiness about the Snyder Cut coming out. We finally (laughs) got it. Uh, we complained on Twitter enough and finally got what we wanted, man. It's it's here we are, ready to go, good to go. So you kind of liked this movie, didn't you? It was all right. I mean, I wouldn't say it was great by any means. But uh, it definitely, it was not <clears throat> as bad as the theatrical release, I think. I, okay. I'm just going to go ahead and say... It was there were some parts that were slightly better, but I feel like the fact that this movie was four hours long <laughs> makes it as bad as the theatrical release. Because well, but one of the like the issues with Zack Snyder was that he they the Warner Brothers only wanted him to do a two hour movie and he doesn't feel like he could have gotten it across then, which four hours is still kind of ridiculous. I agree. No, this is definitely like bogged down. There's too much <laughs> in this movie. We're just I gonna agree. go straight into it. We're not doing, like, no spoilers, spoilers. This is like a... It's not... Nothing special changes. Like, we did a predictions episode. We made all these cool predictions about things that would be good. But then our final prediction was this is just going to be the same movie but longer. And that that's the that's the one that we got right. It's Sadly. just the same thing but long. So if you've <laughs> seen Justice League, you've basically seen this movie. Um... Yeah, so we're just going to go straight into it, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, and every, you know, all that stuff. And maybe do some comparisons with the first one, maybe do some honestly looking into how this would impact the, the sequels that have come after it. Because people are, uh, did you hear prior to this coming out, everyone was like, oh yeah, you know, Warner Brothers said that the Joss Whedon cut is the, is the can- canonical one. But like... I- I didn't read that, but I mean, I'm sure I, I'm not surprised that they're sticking to their guns with that one, even though it means nothing in the end because they're not going to go anywhere with it. And it wouldn't. I, I, I don't think it would change anything, really. I think if this movie was released in 2017, it had potential to go somewhere. I. But I don't know. I, I don't think. I, I don't think, think this adds anything to it. Okay. Also, this is not the movie that would have been released in 20. 17 I agree. like who, who like we, we don't know what it would have been back then you know yeah like he he had the hindsight of the last justice league movie when he made this and it was still bad so if he just got to do whatever back in 2017 it wouldn't have, did you did you hear in the original script like batman was going to be dating lois lane I, I saw something about, like, <laughs> in, like, their grieving of Superman's loss, even though, like, Batman had known him for, like, he'd really only been friends with him for, like, three hours before Superman died. I, I wouldn't <laughs> even say th- It was, like, for 30 minutes. They weren't yeah. even friends. He just decided not to kill him and go save his mom. Yeah, pretty It much. was, like, maybe 45 <laughs> minutes to an hour. And he only talked to Lois for, like, a second. Yeah. Like, he, like, he doesn't know. There was no basis for that relationship even in the three hour long cut that i watched that added nothing to the story much like the snyder cut added nothing to the story of justice league i agree i have i have very little positive uh things to say about this movie not many okay so i'm gonna tell you what i did today i woke up i took a 400 level physics test in uh, thermo, uh, thermal physics, I came home and I watched this four-hour movie, and then I went and closed at the bakery that I work at. What do you think was the part of my day that I enjoyed the least? All of it. <laughs> I, I didn't enjoy anything I did today, but this movie, 
definitely the thing I enjoyed the least. And that's saying something. Like normally I even watch like watching bad movies. It might because it might be because I watched the original version like a week ago for this podcast. And that movie wasn't good. And this one was just more of that. They didn't really add anything to it. That's probably it. I don't know. Take okay, so since you probably have more nice things to say about it because you don't sound as uh, frustrated, not, like yeah, you don't sound <laughs> as upset with it as I was. Uh, you start off go through some things that you liked, and then I'll throw in like the two and a half things that I enjoyed from this at the end. Okay. Um. Well, I liked, you know, Martian Manhunter <laughs> actually appeared, so that was good. It was oh, very oh. brief, but he appeared in the epilogue, which. That is the epilogue was half, definitely my favorite part of the movie. That's half of um, like my two and a half good things, or that's yeah, <laughs> one half of one. You know what I mean? Um, it's the half. See, of I two like and a half. I like the reference at the whenever uh, I forget his first name, but Choi take Doctor Choi takes over Star Labs at the end because oh, yeah, like Silas the Stone Adam died or whatever. Yeah, I I looked up his name because you know in, in that moment in in movies where they're like, "What's your name?" Dr. Choi, and, like, that's that's obviously, like, a, a reference to something, so I looked it up before the, the epilogue, and it said he was the Atom, and he actually showed up in the epilogue as the Atom. Um, so he, I thought that was cool. Wait, he showed up in the epilogue? Oh, I mean, they said he was, like, a nanotech guy. He didn't show no, up that, as that, the Atom. No, that was him in the armor, with, in, the, uh, in the dream. In what armor? He, it, like, his mask pulled down. It was, like, really, like, uh, blocky, but he, he was in that scene. Wherever that, uh, that wasn't the I'm pretty sure that was the Flash. No, it wasn't the Flash. I'm like ninety seven percent sure that was the Flash. I one hundred percent know it was not the Flash, and it was. I <laughs> disagree with you because the Flash was there. Okay, we can agree to disagree, but we can always so you, just. So you mean to tell me the Flash wasn't there? The Flash was not there, along with like Aquaman and Wonder Woman were not in that scene. I promise you that was. I promise you that was the Flash. I, I, I also promise you that it wasn't. Are you because in your room Flash... right now? Yes. Can you pull? Can you pull up the movie on your TV and go to that scene? It's gonna take a minute. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about something else in the meantime. But I swear that was the Flash because he had the I... same weird mask. That, no, the that, Flash's that mask doesn't cover his whole Superman. face. It did in Batman v Superman in that in when he came back in that dream sequence. Which is still showed his simple. mouth. <laughs> no, remember when he pops through the TV screen, his mask like pulls apart. I think the Flash in that sequence would have reacted to, uh, different as well, though. But I know for a fact it was not the Flash. <laughs> I I disagree with you, but it's gonna take a minute for it to load. But but either way, yeah, no, he's. The... I hated how heavy-handed it was, where he's like. Ah, your name is this guy, and you are a guy in nanotech. And I was like, is this one of the atoms? And it was. Is it the same? It's not the same one as in the Arrowverse, right? They're they're different comic characters, right? I have no clue, if I'll be honest, who that guy in the Arrowverse is. Because he was was like the head of some company as well. Yeah, the guy in the Arrowverse is white, correct? I haven't seen those in forever. Superman in a movie. Oh, did he play Superman in Superman Returns, like in 2005 or whatever? I believe so. I think his name's like Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh? Like that. Yeah, that's it. Okay. You know that's a sequel to the Superman movies from the 70s? Yeah, with Christopher Reeves? Yeah, that's weird. This <laughs> 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 has nothing to do with the Justice League movie. It doesn't. <laughs> because I don't want to talk about it because it was bad. And Man, just, the epilogue was Superman the best Returns, part because... You said the epilogue was the best part. To me, it was like. Oh, were they just sitting around talking about killing Robin for ten minutes and them telling her to kill you? Oh yeah. come on! Like, it's, it like, made no sense. It cut that? directly from the other epilogue to this one. Like no, like nothing at all. It just that's what I didn't like was the epilogue. Like it's the feel-good epilogue where they're just running around being heroes. I don't care about that. <laughs> like give me something else, you know? Wait, which? You'll get epilogue. Wait, hang on. Or like they showed like the Flash running around and he was talking to his dad and he's like, "I got a job." I don't know. The I was part talking that about was the... also in the old Justice League. Yeah, I was talking about the one on the boat where he was like, hey, "Yo, Batman's Bruce Wayne." And I was like, oh, "Okay." Yeah. Um, Wasn't that at the end of 
Batman versus Superman? No, at the end of the, at the end of the original one, he's like, maybe we need a league of our own, you know, like the movie about women baseball players. <laughs> uh, they did that. I... Um, but this one, he's like, yes, Bruce Wayne, and he's like, oh, I'll have a drink with you. And then, like, it cuts to black for a second, and then it's like, uh, I, I guess the future or something, or or is it an alternate reality? I guess it's his dream, but I don't know. It's a dream of the future because, like, oh, God, no, come on, man. HBO Max works like garbage. I'm sorry. I made it all the way to the epilogue, and then it went back to, like, 15 minutes into the movie. Oh, um, so I, I think you're just lying to say that you no, saw that it was the I'm Flash. Literally, I'm forwarding it. I, I, I will 100% bet money on it right now. Well, I'm not going to bet money on it because I don't care about this movie enough to bet money on well, it. But, but you're arguing I'm it because it was the sure. Adam. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm a, I am certain, sir, that it was not the Flash and it was I'm, the Adam. I'm certain it was the Flash. I will prove you wrong. That's, um, I mean, send me, I'm not going to believe you unless you send me a picture, by the way. So I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm going to need I that. attempting. Have you gotten <laughs> to that part yet? Well, it had it was close. I had gone to the epilogue, but then it skipped back, and now I'm fast forwarding again. Um, something else I liked was that Steppenwolf was throughout the movie conceived as a fucking loser. You know, that was good to me, just yeah. because like Darkseid just like crapped on him the whole time. Yeah, he's he like, like yeah he banished him or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Because he tried to betray. I thought this movie would give us more context, but it gave us, like, bits of context. They're like, hey, you tried to betray Darkseid. How? What did he do? Just, mm-hmm. to, like, either tell us yeah. nothing or tell us something. I felt the same way about that with every other character. They gave us, like, Barry Allen getting a job at the pet store or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, it, okay, it's uh, this bothered me because I'm doing job interviews and stuff right now because I'm about to graduate college. And... She's like, and I also, I have a job and stuff, so I've done interviews and stuff like this before. I guess my current job is more applicable to the pet store thing, but she was like looking at his resume, which you don't need a resume to apply to like, or at least in my experience, you don't need a formal resume to apply to someone like that. But she looks at his resume and she's like, I thought you said you had experience walking dogs. Yeah. Why would that be on your resume? Why would you be like, hey, here's my resume. I've walked a dog before. Okay. Who has that on, like, I get it. You're applying for a pet store. For a job at a pet <laughs> store. But, I mean, come on. That's just, yeah. I hated that. Um, Have you got that yet? I'm really, I'm on the edge of my seat, man. Because I know I'm right. I'm there. No, you don't. You are wrong. <laughs> it's buffering right now because HBO Max sucks. Like, it's buff. It's buffering because it's just it's wanting well, like, you to. I'm in the right area. I'm trying to. Get it's to it's 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 wanting you to process the fact that it's the Flash. <laughs> That's definitely not it. Yeah, I'm pretty certain. But anyway, okay. So this is your favorite part of the film. Why did you like the epilogue? Because I got nothing out of it. I was like, oh, I, want, I, I was like, cool, it's Superman this terrible future evil. that we're never going to see. Yeah. I'm pissed like, that he wasn't evil in this movie. At all. Yeah. Other than the same one he was in the old one for like half a minute yeah, or he whatever. He didn't even like do anything in that span either throughout it. Yeah. You know? He didn't even do the whole like, uh, do you bleed thing to Batman calling back to the last movie. Yeah. He just like looks at him and, and Batman uses his Wonder Woman gauntlets, which, you know. Cool, I guess. I, like, they didn't even, like, explain how that works. I mean, they had, Al- they had Alfred working on it. I like that Alfred had something to do. <laughs> like, is Alfred, like, this super genius, you know? <laughs> I mean, in this, you know, in this series he is, I guess. I feel like in the comics he knows his way around. Because he was, like, a spy and stuff. He knows his way around these types of things. He understands. Um... Jeez, have you still not gotten there? It's loading. It's been like ten minutes, man. I just I'm, I, I'm I being honest, it's loading. I, I I need to be I need confirmation that I'm correct because I know it's there. I saw him. I saw Ezra Miller. No, you didn't. 
Yes, he had... Look, if it was the Atom, you know that they would have made him start off small and then grow big. No, they wouldn't have. Yeah, they would have. They were hiding under stuff. Yeah, they would have just made him small at the when they were hiding. <laughs> because that's his thing. What? I understand that's his thing. But do you think they cared? Look, I think... We'll talk about this more next episode because we're going to do like a retrospective on Zack Snyder's DC Universe. But he used to care. He used to make like these really shot for shot remakes of like he did it with 300. I don't know if Dawn of the Dead's based off a comic, but if that's the case, maybe that. He did like almost a frame by frame recreation of Watchmen minus the giant squid thing. And I think that was more of like a budgetary concern. Mm-hmm. So he's known for like really caring and making things really faithful adaptations, but then, so yeah, I can, yeah, I think he would. I think he would have made him small. I think he would have cared enough. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anything else you liked about this movie? Um. <laughs> no, not that I liked. I mean. I found it pretty funny when Darkseid just came to Earth and got his butt kicked. That was yeah, pretty rich. If you follow us on Twitter, you saw... That was me live-tweeting this movie, not Hayden. Um, <laughs> you'll see that, you know... I also appreciated Darkseid's little nap after he got his um, butt kicked, you know? I, I like that he just laid down and took a little nap. I said, if my plan to invade Earth failed too... I'd lay down and take a nap. You know, thinking back on things I posted on Twitter today, I would forgive this movie for all its wrongdoings if they went and gave Superman a mullet. See, my dog, my dog agrees. Face right now. What? (laughs) I just, I wish I wasn't staring at Deathstroke's face right now. (laughs) I forgot he was in the epilogue. That's weird. That 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 that, that makes us think that Batman was buddy buddy with two of his, like sworn enemies just to survive against superman i think i think he and deathstroke are kind of like i think they've been friends before in the comics for certain things he's never i I mean he's worked with the joker before loosely but they've never been friends but i feel like him and deathstroke have come close Him him and like in the epilogue joker was only around because apparently they needed him for something yeah, you know, yeah. we'll never know what that's for either, because this is never <laughs> getting, this is never getting done. Yeah. There's tweets about, you sent me a tweet earlier today that was like, Zack Snyder said that in Justice League 3, Superman and Lois Lane's kid would be Batman. What? That's wild, yeah. What? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, Wait, I don't know what Like, you've already anymore. screwed this up. Is Batman going to die then, too? That, and I then this kid's going to be Batman? Why would this kid... Why would Superman's son be I like, think, I'm going to be Batman? Maybe. I think the plan was was that Bruce was going to die. Then they were going to have the kid, and they're going to name it Bruce. You know. <sighs> in fashion that I can't explain. Like He would have named it, like, whatever Pa Kent's name it was. Was his dad's name? <laughs> Good question. Uh, I don't know. Like, probably, like, Kenneth or something like that. Some I don't know. Probably, like, John. Or something. I don't some some old white guy name. They would have. That's what they would have. They would name it Bruce. Who does? Who does? It's okay. such an aggressive name, you know. Like, Not even that. It's like uh, I remember back when, like when he tried to kill me. If he was gonna like, there's uh. And speaking of like in the nightmare scene, how did you let that happen? I mean, I swear, like Batman's equipped for that. Like he just he knows how to beat Superman. So yeah, why doesn't he do that? Maybe not in the nightmare world. And also, you have to think that like they actually care about each other now because they've been friends for five minutes. Well, not maybe well, they more. Also mentioned that he killed Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, but Batman doesn't care about Aquaman. <laughs> why would he care I about d- Aquaman? He might. Who knows? I mean, he cares about like the Flash and all of them. Does he? Probably not. He cares like, about Diana, that's for sure. I feel like they're just cannon fodder. Yeah, let's talk about how they awkwardly touched 
like they, were, they had that weird sexual tension in like the, the first hour again and it's then it would just as, disappear it's not as bad <laughs> as in the, the the theatrical release because they didn't have that scene of her like helping him chain shirts or whatever in his boathouse or wherever they were or on like his yacht or something i don't remember where they were but they were in like a weird bedroom with like samurai hats and stuff on the wall and she's like Oh yeah, she was wearing that cape that she got from somewhere, and she's like, "Let me help yeah. you change shirts and look at your bruises and all your scars." And he's like, "I'm Batman. I'm lonely. Catwoman's dead in this universe because everyone I ever care about is killed by Zack Snyder." <laughs> and oh, tough. Yeah, she was dead. I'm assuming because we got that weird like mini flashback earlier, or like mini dream sequence from cyborg earlier in the movie this is a really dis like have you got to the scene yet because i've just been filling in time for you to prove to me that ezra miller as the flash was that it was in the epilogue i'm trying to get like a still shot of it and there's two scenes where he's like standing there and yeah. i got one but it's literally just like a flash by of his face the flash there's a flash no, ah, like, there's a flash by his face that's proof there's the flash. no electricity flash or anything like that. I'm skipping past the the whole Joker scene. Well, that was terrible. Where Superman like arrives. <laughs> We're 20 minutes in and we haven't like given any. We just talked about the same stuff over and over again and waited for you to tell me that this is Ezra Miller in this picture that you're gonna send me. Yeah, this movie's bad. Probably don't waste your time. Watch the epilogue if you're interested, but everything else is the same, but longer. Watch the epilogue to see what could have been. Uh, I'm really excited to never know what was going to happen with this, because it it started off bad. Man, like, Man of Steel is an okay movie, but it's not Superman. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a Superman movie. It is like a a powerful like pseudo god um alien movie, but it's not a Superman movie. And they just decided that that was their launching off point. I honestly can't tell if that's Ezra Miller's face. Yeah, you can't tell because you don't want to admit that you were wrong. No, we like, I'm trying to see it because he didn't have facial hair. Let me just look it up. Let me look it up. I'm looking at Ezra Miller's face right now. <laughs> I need a side profile of him. Flash Snyder cut epilogue. Snyder cut epilogue explained. Let's see here. He has lights going around him. Sorry, I didn't hear you. It has what? It has lights going around him, so it very well could be him. Okay, this is what you're probably wondering. Just thank, some weird armor. thank you, Vulture.com, for our <laughs> uh, Batman talk. This is, oh my, come on, tell us. Sorry, my dog is trying to jump up on me right now. I'm just trying to <laughs> keep him at bay. And the Flash with some weird facial hair. Definitely, yeah, definitely does yes. not look like him. That's it. I told you, same mask. From Batman v Superman. I feel I like wish that would I'd be bet... one of the first ones that like Superman killed. I wish I'd bet money on this. <laughs> ah, I'm a beast. <laughs> ah. <laughs> don't, ever, don't ever try to take me in weird like arguments about movies that I don't care about. <laughs> that's, that's the one thing we learned today. Yeah. Ah, that's the one good thing that came out of this movie. I won, ah. I won an argument that doesn't matter. Yes. I've never I've never felt so fulfilled. This is this is bringing that spark of joy that I lost at age ten. It's bringing it back for a moment, but it's I fleeting. Also, this also begs like why they and it's gone again. The Adam okay, guy. <laughs> what were you saying? This also like why did they introduce the Adam guy? Honestly, yeah, because they think they're gonna make more movies, but they're not. Because these Definitely are bad. Like, okay, okay, we. We're 25 minutes in. Let's try to add some structure to this episode because people have either stopped listening, they were never <laughs> listening in the first place, and they're just running this in the background while they, they fell asleep 10 minutes ago. 
tough. Or they're like, oh, what are they going to talk about the movie? Let's start from the beginning. Chapter one. Don't count on it, Batman. Remember when we were like, Lex Luthor says this, but it was just Aquaman saying it again because he said it in the first one. Yep. And it, it's the same. It's the beginning of the movie again. They add, they add that weird like choir of people watching Jason Momoa take his shirt off and go swimming. Yeah, there's just a bunch of choirs in this movie too, like just in random spots. <sighs> Well, at the beginning it was an actual choir, but then at the end it was just yeah, like you're right. It's just like they changed Batman's theme too. Yeah, I, which is odd. Yeah, but chapter one, what else happens? I guess does Stephen Wolf get the? Does he get the first box in chapter one? I don't know. It's somewhere at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, all um, I know is that they draw. They drew the the crap out of. Batman arriving I'm sorry, to that little village. Like that that scene lasted a minute of Batman just going of Bruce Wayne going over a mountain on a horse. <laughs> wow, this mic is this mic is really picking my dog like growling up from another room. I'm sorry, I guess my neighbors just got home. But yeah, that that does take a long time. It's like Maybe they were trying to rekindle that flame that everyone had when they were watching Batman Begins for the first time, and he climbed that mountain to get that flower for like 20 minutes, but it's not the same. Yeah, this time he was just trying to reach a guy that swims. Because that movie was good, and this movie's bad. But, yes, Jimmy agrees that this movie was bad. He he did not like this movie. Normally when I watch stuff with him, like he'll look at the TV, and then he'll doze off, and he'll wake up and look at the TV again. Now, he was looking away the whole time, and he was, like, just trying to stay asleep. And every time something happened, I woke him up. Like, he looked at the TV, looked at me disgusted, and then, like, went back to sleep. It was insane. <laughs> so, yeah, chapter one starts off the same. It's the same bad movie. Chapter two, yeah. guess what? The same as the last the one. It's, yeah. like, the same line that was in the first one. They said, like... She said, the age of heroes must come again, or something. They say it'll never come again, and Batman's like, it has to. Like, okay. And that was the same as the first one. And then... And they show, like, an even longer fight scene from the original Age of Heroes. Yeah, they add some of the... Like, they add historical stuff that I I don't think I cared about. Yeah, like, they said Zeus and Ares fought in it, and I said, okay. (laughs) And it's like... The, uh, those people look really bad, like really bad CGI faces. Like, I that makes me think that this scene wasn't shot yet, and they're like, "Dark side CGI, we can just make CGI people, but it looks no good." Like, yeah. when they zoomed in on that that one, I don't I don't know who it was because there's no telling who's who in this scene. But on somebody's face, I was like, "Oh, that looks like the Scorpion King from The Mummy 2. And that's like notoriously bad CGI from twenty. Is it, is it like the guy that pulled down his mask? Guy that pulled down his mask or helmet, from... whatever it was, in that fight scene. Because I think that one was Ares. But that, either way, I mean that might have been garbage. it. Yeah. Yeah, but that was really bad. But other than that, I did. I. I did expect there to be some bad CG CGI in it because I feel like it wouldn't have been as polished if they had like had that originally, you know, and they just cut it or like they, it, like how end game, they put on that scene with the Hulk, you know, where it was just, <laughs> you mean they added that, that, that scene from the PS2 Hulk video game that they just threw in there and thought nobody would notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody would care. Yeah. Like, I, I, I've still never seen that scene and I don't think I want to cause I heard it's not worth it. It, it doesn't people you don't paid, gain anything. People from really it. people really paid money to go see that and they were promised new footage and then you get to the end of the movie and it's like here's a scene we almost thought about filming and it's like PS2 Hulk jumping out of a burning building or something. Pretty much. <laughs> and like throwing tacos at Ant Man. <laughs> Whatever he does. Um Yeah, yeah so I, all the at the beginning, these chapters are kind of blurring together, but because they're all the first 
three or four pretty short um yeah the third one was beloved mother beloved son if i'm not wrong and that one that, i didn't it, guess i didn't know it, what it would be and i mean it was a tombstone i was right so i said it was this is going to be about i i think i said i at least thought it since but if you go back to our like predictions i think it's uh i don't remember the title of the episode i think it's when we talked about the weed and cut actually yeah so i said this is going to be about cyborg and his mom and boom baby or should i say booyah i was right which he doesn't say that in this movie and i was disappointed (laughs) he says it in the other one and this movie kind of made him happier kind of but like he also just still seemed stiff as a character and I get it. I understand why he is because he's trying to process all this information. Mm-hmm. And they gave us a glimpse of like. And then he, he's just resolve at the end where he's just like, "I'm not broken." Yeah, <laughs> like, if we had spent more time with him individually as a character, it would have made more sense. Maybe I would have felt something. I like. I wish I cared about these characters. I love these characters in the comic books. I love them. I love them in other movies and TV shows, but I could not make myself care about these characters because the the, the movie doesn't try to make you care about them. Like it does not. I don't know if they just assume that these comic characters were just popular enough to have people care, but they do not put any work in to make you care. Yeah. They do small glimpses, small character. Like, I thought it was cool whenever they showed Cyborg's mom at, uh, like, at the at Gotham City University or wherever he goes to school, and mm-hmm. she's like, he's like, oh, your son hacked into the system and changed his friend's grades, and it cut to him outside and like he was looking smug. And I'm like, okay, yeah. that's like, that is like cyborg that's how he would act and it makes sense and it's like if we saw him that way before and then we saw this stiff guy we're like oh this machine like this him being molded with this has changed him so much and then afterwards we see a glimpse and we're like oh he's moved past it he's kind of over it Mm -hmm. cool but we didn't get we barely got the before and we didn't get the after we still just got like this stiff stiff like emotionless guy yeah which yeah I, I don't know if it was in chapter one or chapter or chapter two or chapter three but they did that ezra miller scene where he saved that girl which i think is supposed to be what's his wife's name it, iris it's, it's iris yeah i think that was supposed yeah. to be her but the, I, obvious, she said her name i'm pretty sure oh okay well obviously but, they don't show that it was just weird that scene to me. I and how he like I, touched her hair when he yeah, slipped, like when he was, was like, like force. that was that was really that was real creepy. That was it gave me some Pepe Le Pew vibes, and as you can tell from episode three or four, I Pepe for prison, <laughs> you know, put him where yeah, the was, logs. That was weird. But then he put the hot dog in his pocket, and I was like, that's something <laughs> that, that was. I was like, that's funny. That that's funny. something the Flash would do, and then he's it like, was funny. And then he acts like he's <laughs> in the so pit, weird. and he's like, oh, I always bring a meat snack for my dogs. And it's like, okay. Like, cool. <laughs> that is one... Okay. The Flash Trying is... to get a job while there was, like, a deadly crash outside. Yeah. You know? The Flash is better in this movie than he was in the original. I think everyone else largely stays the same, but I think he I is greatly improved. I still didn't love him. I, I, I he's just not, don't He's not great. He he's just better. <laughs> it's not Ezra Miller's fault. It's the way he was written. Well, Ezra yeah. Miller, like, choked a fan or whatever, so maybe it's his fault. Maybe he's just a bad okay, guy. you know, allegedly. That, I, that, I don't think that has anything to do with... <laughs> he might. <laughs> ...with how he played The Flash. I don't know. But... And his, his character, like, I don't like how he was the one in the end to save everything. You know? It I hated, makes sense. But I like, hated the way he the, saved it. 
the world blew up while he was still just standing there. Like, they zoomed out and it showed the world blowing up, but he was still standing there somehow, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then he started running and, like, the ground started appearing, like, under his feet. And I'm like, okay, so he's obviously just turning back the time, even though he had never done it before. No, he, no, he had. He had. Remember? Well, but, like, they, they said you had to run faster than you ever, like, could and hold the speed for, like, giving them the energy for Cyborg to really, like, sync with the cube. And then he's like, I was told to never break this rule, but I gotta now. You know? Yeah, I, so I don't think he was supposed to run faster than he ever had, because he does have that rule. And then... But, okay, so remember earlier in the movie when they're bringing Superman back to life the same way they did in the first one, except this time, they don't time it just right. Yeah. It goes in the water, but then he goes just fast enough to where it comes back out of the water... And then he taps it. So at first, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but at the end of the movie, well, we'll I'll talk about it when we get to that point. Chapter three, yeah, they do the cyborg story, origin story, which is kind of cool. I liked seeing that side of them. I think this is when they like made Barry Allen seem kind of like a goofy guy without making him seem like a meme. Yeah. Like Kind of still. <laughs> yeah, but not as bad. It, I don't know. It added more to him, in my opinion. Mm. But then this one end, ends. Is part four Change Machine? It's either Change Machine or All the King's Horses, or All the King's Men. All the King's Horses is... Okay, so yeah, this one's Change Machine. Uh, I don't remember what our prediction was for this one. Uh... I don't remember either. I think I, think I thought this was when they were going to bring Superman... Or this was when they were going to have the idea to bring him back to life and they were gonna it was because they were talking about the cube and it being able to just like restructure molecules instead of like destroying them and they yeah. called it a change machine yeah um so. yeah i i thought that they were gonna and then i know i thought all the king's horsemen all the king's horses which was gonna be bringing superman back to life which it was yeah that, yeah um but yeah, this one, what did they do? Is this when they fought Steppenwolf the first time? I think. With the bat crab? Oh, yeah. Sorry, the night crawler, they called it. Um, <laughs> the crab. I think that was. Oh, when was that? It might have been the end of three, I guess. It might have been then, yeah. Because well, that's when Aquaman finally joins them. Yeah. Okay, well, either way. Okay, yeah, you're probably right. So the end of three, I liked that. Barry Allen doesn't chicken out at the like once they get there and Batman's not like go save one person. I like that he actually is part of the plan and goes through with it and actually calls other people out for not following the plan. I feel like that makes more sense for his character and him being like headstrong and joining the team right away. I feel like that makes more sense than him being like I can't do it, Batman. Once they get to the door and see Steppenwolf, I like that he just joined the fight. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. But so, Cyborg just like straight up went after him whenever he saw his dad down there, and he's like, "Nah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going in." Yeah, and that was. <laughs> Other than that, it went about the same way. I'm still upset that the Flash didn't prick his finger whenever he poked the sword because that makes no sense to me. Yeah, his Something fingers about that scene. His fingers don't have yeah. armor on them. If it was like the palm of his hand and they were armored, maybe, maybe yeah. I'd buy it. But Something I don't. Something about the scene that I, <laughs> I didn't understand or I just really didn't like is like when they're escorting people up the stairs, getting them out. Like the Flash could just do all of them in like three seconds, right? Well, but he's just like guiding them on forward. Like, <laughs> could he carry all of them? Doing? I don't. Oh, you mean like up, individually? Down, go up, come down. Yeah, like. <laughs> but he doesn't. He just he just leads them by going <laughs> his normal speed. <laughs> Was that before or after? No, that was before he messed up his ankle, right? Yeah. Okay. He got them out, and then they went back to fighting. Yeah. Well, okay, so that was the end of three, and then the Aquaman shows up the same way. And now this, I think at the beginning of Change Machine, is this when they cut to Lois Lane being upset and Martian Manhunter going and talking to her? I think so. Yeah. When they showed... I didn't see that coming, if I'm going to be honest. Neither did I. I knew he was going to be in this movie, but I thought he was just going to be in the epilogue. But mm -hmm. 
it's kind of, I mean... Basically was. When he showed Basically. up at the beginning of this and played, like, Martha Kent for a minute and then turned... Okay, A, why did he turn into Martian Manhunter and then turn back into, like, his military disguise? Why wouldn't he just go straight into the military disguise? Makes no so, sense to so me. So people know it's him. Like, it's just... Yeah. That's, that's for the watchers that don't know. Like, but just, that took me out of it. If even if he had just changed changed back to his reg like his military guy self, I feel like enough people the people that care about this movie would know because we've yeah. known forever that oh he's gonna be Martian Manhunter one day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I thought he'd be in this movie more once they showed. It. I was like oh he's in the middle of this he'll come back. <laughs> but but he didn't, and I was like. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so I at this point I was like, okay, they're bringing him into it. Maybe the movie will be different now. Yeah. No, it's not. It's the same. <laughs> so yeah. they go away at this point. They're just debating bringing Superman back. And like, Cyborg's talking dirty to Batman's plane or something. I don't know. Yeah, and then like Cyborg's like, no! And then Barry does it anyways. Oh, that's in the next part. Yeah, I don't remember the rest it's, of this part. I think it was just them talking about it and then them digging up his... And then it cuts to black and it goes all the king's horses. And then it goes to them digging up the grave. Yeah. And... Uh, this goes... They mentioned a... that they could get it done in, like, a nanosecond and they still just go normal speed. Well, like... yeah, in the first one he's like, I'd feel weird about it. Which makes sense. Because digging up a body, you know, you want to do it respectfully... It's like when Dobby dies in Harry Potter and he's like, I'm going to dig this grave the normal way because I respect Dobby. It's like, okay. You get it. Uh, you respect that. Yeah, people. but like, you're digging somebody's grave. <laughs> you know, like, I, just, I feel like you'd want to get in and get out. I don't know. You got to be respectful, I guess. The Flash, yeah. Ezra Miller is nothing but not respectful, except for to that fan that he beat up except or whatever. Clumsy and. He's not. He's not that clumsy in this. Better at his job, but still not great at it. He's not. He doesn't run weird. (laughs) Like he does in the epilogue again, because they show that same scene of him just running through the city, but like shorter. Yeah. Okay. But it's that weird, like arms, like like his hands go in front of his opposite shoulder, and like who runs like that? (laughs) That's fine, but like his his legs don't look as weird. Like he looks like he he looks like he passed kindergarten, I guess. Kind of. Unlike the first I one. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, but this one, they they bring Superman back, but this time it goes into, like, the Kryptonian ship being like, hey, don't, don't do this. And then they do it anyway. And then the moment it touches the water, Cyborg's like, oh, no, don't do it. But they do it anyway. And did, then... Did he have, a, like, a vision of, like, the future, like, the nightmare he, scene, too? He had, like, a really uh, short one. It was, like... Diana, dead, and oh, that's right. something else. Oh yeah, like Dark Side putting his hand on Superman's shoulder, mm-hmm. and stuff. They just—they're really buying into this nightmare sequence that they want us to think is going to happen in Justice League Two. That... <laughs> Jokes on them. It's never happening. Like, it would have been interesting to see where this went, but I hope that this just puts it to rest. Yeah. Well, anyway, Superman comes back. Fight goes the same way. Lois shows up the same way she did. They go back to his house. Everyone's like... She didn't show up the same way. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. They didn't plan to bring her. She was visiting his memorial every day, and then she left, and, like, it was was conveniently the last day she was going to be there, and she was walking back to work or whatever, and she sees him floating... But but I'm saying she shows up like at the same time at the same point in the fight, yeah. and he takes her away again, and they they're good again, and he's like I'll take that as a yes because she's wearing the ring, and that's supposed to make us think they have chemistry which they don't. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. This third yeah the rest of this supposed to get plays out the same way, and then it goes to something darker. Which is just the end of the movie minus the Russian family, honestly. I like how... Oh, yeah, and, like, Superman moving that whole building. Yeah. <laughs> the Flash feeling, like, pretty much doing nothing, you know. Oh, he took a car of people away. There was, there was more action scene, 
like scenes in the end. Like it was longer, and I feel like Batman's movement in fighting scenes is just—he seems so stiff walking around in the suit, and then he's just so fluid all of a sudden when he's just like jumping around and everything. Yeah, <laughs> I wish they used Batman better in these movies. If in Batman v Superman and in Justice League, the moment that like the action starts. You just don't see him, and then you'll and then they pop back in, and he's like shooting a parademon. But then they cut back to like all the like he'd be he'd have so he would be prepared enough for this fight to have gadgets to be able to be involved. But they just yeah. don't do that for him, and it's sad. Not sad, but like disappointing, I guess, as a Batman mm-hmm. fan, just that they feel like. It makes him feel unprepared and not ready for this, which he would be. That's his whole thing. Yeah. Uh, he was the one like that had like the, the dreams and stuff, so you know he would be, he actually would be prepared for this kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, if like in the comics and in the there's they made like a, a, cartoon, movie about this arc where like, he has a contingency plan for every superhero that he's ever worked with. Like, if they turn evil, here's how I kill them. Mm-hmm. Like, with Superman, he keeps a kryptonite ring on him at all times and stuff. And uh, I don't know. He even has one about himself. You know, he <laughs> has contingencies upon contingencies. But these movies just make it seem like if his first plan doesn't work out, he's just done for. Which in these big fights wouldn't be the case. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So this one plays out mostly the same, except for the bad guys almost win. And at the time, I was like, oh, okay. This is kind of cool. Them ending it this way. Yeah, they said it was going to end on a cliffhanger, so that's what I expected. I thought I thought it was going to be that, and then I thought the epilogue was going to be like five years later, and it was going to be them living out the nightmare sequence, trying to go back in time and change it. Yeah, but they got Which, apparently shredded, you know? Like, like they got obliterated. They did not exist anymore. Yeah, which, <laughs> mate, I was confused about the nightmare, like what the nightmare sequence entails then because it makes it seem like dark side won. but i guess well, I, I, don't... I guess he was supposed to win with the anti-life equation instead of the mother boxes but that would still that that just destroys everything in the universe i think not just on one planet so it would it, it doesn't make any sense the like the 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 dream sequence doesn't make any sense contextualized with everything else well, I think what, I think Darkseid comes because they're like we're gonna have to do this the old way, like where they're just gonna fight them. Um, yeah. So, so, and I think what happened is like they he just put in a plan because they mentioned they killed Lois Lane, and that I mean that's what triggered him. But like to me, that makes Su- Superman seem as like he's just weaker, of a person, you know. I don't know. I mean, the whole injustice thing, which is like that alternate reality comic book thing uh whenever the joker kills um lois lane and superman's kid he goes off the rails and becomes evil so that's happened before in in things yeah but for you to be like superman i feel like you would be you you've lost your parents already like that so like not real i mean you've been through it his dad had a heart attack and that was supposed to well not in the oh yeah in this movie's in this movie his dad got killed by a tornado, which, uh, okay, well, yeah, back to talking about Justice League. We'll talk about the others later. <laughs> but I thought that they were gonna win for a second, and I was kind of like oh, okay that's cool that's different. We're never gonna see what happens after this, but I'm in it like okay cool, like I I would be satisfied seeing this and being like. Yeah, I, I might be interested in seeing what happens, but I know that we're not going to get that. But then the moment that it shows the Flash looking around, I'm like, wait. I'm like, oh no. I've seen the 1970 Superman movie. I noticed earlier when he ran too fast and the mother box came out of the out of the Krypton juice. Then he's about to, and then he's like, you have to break your rule. And I was like, god damn it. This, and then he runs fast enough and reverses time, and they beat Steppenwolf. Or Steppenwolf. Yeah. And it's like... And Superman just showed up and just obliterated him. And just that like was just crazy to me. 
Yeah. What like, if it's if 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 it's gonna be the same thing? What's the point of it being two hours longer? And I was on Twitter because some random dude who loves the Snyder Cut liked my tweet about this, and I went on his account, and someone was like, four hours wasn't enough." What? <laughs> four hours? Four yeah, hours like the, too many. The oh, general consensus, honestly, like that I have seen is people loved the movie, and I mean, that is. I don't know. Tra- no, that is. There's no it's way that's fine. true. Please tell me you're lying. No, like I'm. I'm serious. I'm disgusted. I've lost all faith consensus. in humanity. This is robbery. They're making. They're making you buy us. They almost made you pay for two months of a subscription service to watch this in four one-hour installments. They're just. <laughs> they made the same movie longer. And like. Maybe a little bit better, but this doesn't mean that if you give it back to him, ah, if you give it back to him, things aren't just going to magically be better. It's not going to... We'll talk more about this in our Zack Snyderverse retrospective that we're about to do, but I just... I don't... This didn't add anything to the universe for me. Yeah. It only added, like, the big bad... Which he's the equivalent of Thanos to the MCU is how they've made Darkseid out to be. I know he's like just the destroyer of worlds or like conqueror of worlds or something like that, you know? Yeah, he's. So, he's worse than Thanos. Yeah. In, like, like, Thanos got what he wanted. It was just like balance is what he wanted. But yeah, like, movie Thanos and comic worlds. Thanos are two very different people, though, I guess. Yeah. But in like the comics, Darkseid is worse than Thanos is in the comics but yeah. in the movie yeah in this movie it did kind of feel like he was just a clone like a Thanos clone which felt, that I, god I hated how he looked because him and I mean it's the same thing with Steppenwolf Steppenwolf looked better in this movie in my opinion yeah he looks but nah. and he just looks so he sounded worse fake. they sounded worse yeah he had like this robotic sound to him yeah um but it just, they looked so animated. And I feel like they could have done a lot better job at it. Well, when they but went back and... They're also, like, they have no, like, human-like features unless, like, you just count their face for yeah, their body shape. If we'd seen, if we had more time in this universe and seen more weird stuff, it probably wouldn't have been as jarring. Mm-hmm. But, like, the closest we've seen is Doomsday, and that just looked, like, gross and unnatural and yeah. bad CGI as well, but... I don't know. I learned of a new character. I didn't know who Desaad was, or Desan. I can't remember if it ends in a D or an N. But he's just like one of the uh, the guys from Apocalypse that are under Darkseid. Okay, that's the guy that was and like, that... oh, Steppenwolf, you'll never come back. You owe us 50,000 worlds. Ha ha ha. That's that guy, right? Yeah. And yeah. Then that grandma character was in it. Uh, Granny Goodness. That was the woman standing next to Darkseid. Yeah... I don't know what she does. I just know that's who that is. <laughs> We're never going to know. Because they're never making more of these. And if they do... Well, here's the thing. I, the general consensus, consensus being people liked it. There's no way they're going to give them any more. There's no way Warner the Brothers... Warner Brothers probably no way. won't. There's no way. If they do it... But there is a significantly larger chance than what we think, I think. Because, <sighs> like, I mean, we this this movie doesn't go anywhere right now. If if this movie if a, if a version of this movie released in 2017, it would have been shorter. If they had changed it and Joss Whedon didn't do what he did, I guess I they could have gone off of it more. But like it just it was rough. I just he could have changed so much, like but he didn't. <laughs> I I want to see something that's going somewhere for DC. And if they continue down this rabbit hole, it's not going to go anywhere and produce anything. Ray Fisher's not coming back. Ben Affleck's not yeah. coming back. Henry Cavill might come back, maybe. Jason Momoa, by now, is probably done with it. Gal Gadot, she just made another movie and it wasn't received that well, they, so who knows if she's going to come they, back. She's, I think she's signed on for a third one, but for God's sakes, Patty Jenkins butchered the last one. I, I don't know. It, I think it ran into issues with production and stuff. It yeah, and it's also they just they they had nowhere they had nowhere to take this character after Justice League. Mm. I feel like 
I don't know if 1984 was announced before or after Justice League came out, but I feel like the the sequel would have been better set after Justice League. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that. Um, yeah, I there's no there's no way they make more of these. They need to just reset the universe. I know it's only been well, I I mean, come on, it's been eight years. Yeah, and this is how far we've come. With the same actors came, coming back, but it just people wouldn't get it out of their mind that this isn't like that. It's a reboot. Like I, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I think he's he gives us the older perspective of it. Henry Cavill's all right, I guess. I mean, I, I don't care for Superman that much. I'm not a huge fan of Superman as just a character in general. And Gal Gadot's fine, I guess. Uh, Ray Fisher, I feel like we didn't see enough of him to really make an assumption if like. He'd be really good for the cyborg character, like because we don't see cyborg really in the movie. The glimpses we see, like, that I learning who he is. The glimpses that I got were good. I think he's a good actor, but yeah, I mean he's not coming back at this point. I I, yeah. I just feel like look, if you want to reset it, at first I thought the Batman, the Robert Pattinson one was gonna be a prequel, like set in the nineties of the Ben Affleck version, but it's it would not. Be cool. It's like it it's like another. Well, I, I used to, but at this point, uh, not really. I, I I think what they should do is they should just be like, look, this Batman movie, we're starting from here. But the, I mean, this is the new universe. They're not gonna do they that because they already have yeah. like Shazam and some like Shazam was a really good movie, but this universe isn't going anywhere, it's so it's a waste. Yeah. Like, Shazam might be my favorite superhero movie. I've talked about this on the pod before. It's It, it checks a lot of boxes for me. I really enjoy it. I haven't seen it in a while, but I, I own it. I'll probably watch it again soon. I, I saw it last year again. It's something that I, I enjoy watching, and I want to see more of that character and stuff. But if it's in, like, this dead-end universe, I'd love for them to bring him over because they – that movie is probably the most loosely connected one to the to the mm-hmm. mainline ones. It doesn't show any of the other characters, does it? I don't think it It does. shows like Superman from the neck down. So if you had another Superman, you'd just be like, oh, it's another Superman, you know, whatever. But yeah, just but, uh, start with this Batman and just move on from there. Make I, I don't know. I mean, I honestly think you can't touch the Justice League for like for a while now. Especially after when does fatigue set in? Yeah, it's. I don't think you could just like recast after they just re released the Snyder cut. You know, it upsets me because I like these movies better than I or I like these characters better than I like Marvel characters. I'm more attached to them. I've enjoyed the comics more. I like movies they've done with them in the past. I love their animated universe, but these just. They're so aimless, and they're not going. Part of like their wheels have been spinning for a long time, mm-hmm. and it's just part disappointing. Of these is like once Disney bought Marvel, they have like the largest corporation in the world behind them, so they're obviously never going to release something like Batman versus Superman. But like even then, I feel like as a studio, like Warner Brothers, how do you how do you get to the point where you release that movie and you're sitting there? Because you're always going to compare it to what's going on. What's the the biggest thing like Marvel is. So how do you, how do you be like Batman versus Superman's it? It's going to be like Marvel Civil War, when in in reality it was <laughs> definitely not. I don't know. It was it was rough. I think I just honestly okay. I think we're going to stop this episode here. We're get we're kind of dipping our toes a little bit into what the next episode's going to be at, which is a Snyderverse retrospective taking a look back, seeing how we got to where we are now, because it's been eight years since Man of Steel was released. How the hell did we get from Man of Steel to this four-hour monstrosity of a movie called Zack Snyder's (laughs) Justice League? How did this happen? What went wrong? What do we wish had happened? We're going to talk about this in the next episode. (laughs) Um, Anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, follow us on Twitter, at Miscreant records pod i think it'll be in the show notes i think it's miscreant pod okay yeah whatever it'll be in the show notes <laughs> send us an email if you want to talk to us at miscreant record uh, miscreant records pod at gmail.com
Uh, we have a couple episodes in the bank already. Um, the schedule's been a bit weird. We're recording two episodes tonight. Actually, I think we're going to try to get once a week, kind of get that groove going. Um, mm-hmm. We thought about going back into retirement since the Snyder cut got released, but it was so bad that we're like, let's not end on this sour note. Let's wait till something good comes along to go back into retirement. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> watch it or don't. Don't. We don't care don't. at this point. Watch. If you Watch the animated New 52 Justice League movie from like six years ago. <laughs> it's better, I promise. Maybe you guys will be like the, the consensus on Twitter liking the movie. Maybe you'll be like us. Who knows? If you like it, you're wrong. If you like it, I hate you. <laughs> like, Dang, they really care about your opinion. It's bad. <laughs> it, there's no, you, you cannot look at me in the eye and tell me that you think this is good. I can't tell you that it was good. It was. I think it was. I'm not I, saying I you. I'm, talk, I'm talking to the listeners yeah. now. I'm not talking. You think it's okay? You thought that was the Adam at the end. You, I don't respect your opinions anymore. I did, like because <laughs> of the, like it's just the Flash. Like, what's the point? Like, Flash could have just ran away from Superman, and or Superman would have chased him. You know, like yeah. instead of just standing there with his electricity going around him for no reason. He's just gonna run. <laughs> Is he gonna run uh, away from his friends though? Because maybe they're friends by then. Well, that could also like lead lead Superman away, you know, because obviously that's he's not the gonna. Flash is the... He's gonna go after Batman because Batman is dating Lois Lane, and that's why she's dead. Anyway, <laughs> that's why. So that we stop <laughs> complaining about this bad movie. Uh, thanks again for listening. <laughs> Tune in next week, uh, as we say here at the end of every episode of Miscreants on the Moon. We hate it here. This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. To get in touch with us here at Miscreant Records, you can email miscreantrecordspod at gmail.com.